generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Please, with Jesus' joy this morning, receive God's chosen vessel to bring a word and season to encourage our hearts. Lady Toju, Oluwatoyimbo as she comes this morning. Thank you um, once again, Pastor Dami. My voice is kind of like feminine, so if, oh, it's better now. Yeah. Can we all hear me? Yes, we can. Um, thank you once again, Pastor Dami, for, oh God, this thing you do with your hair, it always throws me off balance. <laughs> right. She had big hair before, and now I'm seeing Tushuku. Yes. Um, thank you very much, Pastor Dami. I'm grateful. I was thinking to myself that... If I said nonsense in first service, the first time I would have found a very legit spiritual way. So I've just avoided me second service. You said the Spirit of God is speaking. The Lord has a word. But I'm encouraged that I'm here again because something must have gone right, kind of, in one way, perhaps, maybe, in first service. So thank you, and thank you all for listening and encouraging. Amen. I'm, I'm going to try to be more watchful of my time. By the way, Larry and Lolu. The Bible says, David inquired of the Lord, should I pursue? Should I, what's the word? Will, hey, should I pursue? Hey, hey, will I, and the Lord says, pursue, for you will surely overtake and recover all. So you and Lulu, bye. They understand what I'm saying. Right. Oh, oh, okay. He's, he's supposed to be in-house. Pastor Dami was saying that he pastored Lulu and um, Larry on campus before I joined that fellowship. But now the last I've become, <laughs> amen, is Joko. Hallelujah. I'm going to quick, I'm going to read a scripture that I, I didn't read in the first service and um, another scripture. So if we can go to, Second Corinthians 1, 3 to 4. Second Corinthians 1, 3 to 4. Second Corinthians 1, 3 to 4. I just pick on some, emphasize some key words and then I'll read the second scripture. Second Corinthians 1, 3 to 4. Alright, fantastic. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion. Your Father is a compassionate God. He's mindful, He's loving, He's caring, He's affectionate. He's not strong-faced, He's not He's not angry at you. He's not mad at you. He's mad about you, if anything. Amen? And the God of all comforts, the God of all comfort, Pastor Dami was saying, pain of you stole my meat and pain of heartbreak. It can almost be the same thing depending on who is paining. So it is, he's the God of all comfort. So don't minimize your situation and say, my own is not up to her own. Oh yeah, let God attend to you. No. He's the God of your own comfort too. Whether it's admission you're looking for or you have just lost a loved one, we are not minimizing the um, gravity of your pain. Is your pain. Well, it's not your pain. I'll come to that. You are the one feeling the pain. But the Bible says that he's the God of all compassion. He's the God of all comfort. So he will comfort you even in that thing that you think is too small. Don't say, God, you can attend to Pidams. You can attend to Elto. You can attend to Uche. And then neglect yourself. Some people are so used to not being attended to. That even when it comes to God attending to them, 
they have that default setting. You don't know it. In your mind is spiritual humility. In your mind is, God has given me the brain. That's what we say now. God has given me brain to take care of this issue. But for some of us, it's a lack of attention issue. No one has ever spoken to you. No one has ever loved you. No one has ever counseled you. And so you feel God should be the same. But he's a God of all comfort. Amen? Amen. He comforts us in all trouble so that we may comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. I'm going to go now to um, second, 1 Peter 5, 7-10. 1 Peter 5, 7-10. 1 Peter 5, 7-10. I'm kind of talking about, I don't know if this is the right expression, but how to structure, structure the pain or go through the pain. So I'm just going to give us a few pointers on how to handle pain or stress um, when we go through it. So 1 Peter 5, 7-10. I'll again pick some keywords and then move on. Coming up. Alright, maybe I should just reach by myself. Alright, it says casting the whole of your care. The whole of your care. All your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. Again, in the first service, I alluded to the fact that some people think my matter is too small to bring to God. It's either he's Lord of all or he's Lord of none. He's not Lord of some. He's Lord of all. So whether it is that your laptop has spoiled, whether it is that your mother is going through an ailment, whether it is that your Instagram, they blocked you and they've locked you out, whether it is that you've forgotten your password and you've forgotten it so many times, they've now blocked your email account and so you can't get important emails from the office and then you're not going to enter your in the office two days from now because they've sent you an important email two days ago. He's Lord of all. Present everything to him. Be well balanced. Be well balanced. Temperate. Sober of mind. Be vigilant and cautious at all times. For that enemy of yours, the devil roams around like a roaring lion in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. Withstand him. Be firm in faith. Against the onset and rooted, established, strong and immovable and determined. Knowing that, listen to this now, knowing that the same identical sufferings are appointed to your brotherhood, the whole body of Christians throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts all blessings and favor, who has called you to his own eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will himself complete and make you what you ought to be, established and ground you securely and strengthen you and settle you in the name of Jesus. Let me just do a sidestep and say that after you have suffered a little while, suffer that rejection, suffer that delay, suffer that pain, it is working in you a greater glory. Like Pastor Dami says, the darkness of your past is a background for the shining glory of your future. God is going to settle you. God is going to come to you. God is going to show you favor. God is going to show you grace in Jesus' name. The first thing I want to say when you're going through pain is that cry your cry. And acknowledge the situation. Acknowledge the situation. I like the fact that in the intervention with Pastor Dami and um, Bimbo, Pastor Dami touched on it. Acknowledge it. Sometimes the reason you're in a wrong relationship is because you did not analyze what went wrong in the first relationship. The reason you are at the brink of Yawa with your boss is because the last query they gave you, you didn't analyze what went wrong. You didn't retrace your steps. What could I have done better? Well, who should I have reported to? What counsel should I have sought? 
So cry your cry, but acknowledge the pain. It is real. You are feeling it. Like I said in first service, we move. It's not a sign of spiritual strength. It might just be a sign of spiritual ignorance. So acknowledge it. Don't just say it is well, it is well, it is well, it is well. Even in the well. And you are going deeper than the well. Acknowledge it. This is what I am going through. When Jesus wept, like I said in the first service, when we read John 11, when Jesus wept, he was feeling the pain. He acknowledged it. He didn't say, why are people crying now? Am I not here? Have I not arrived? What is it? Don't you know that I'm the resurrection and the life? He cried. He acknowledged their pain. It was real to them. So when you are even counseling people, don't always talk to them as if, uh-uh, you know better than this now. After master life, you are in book four, you are still crying over this matter. It's pain in them. They are feeling it. Acknowledge it first. And then you can now talk. Second point. Think. Think about it. Think. The devil is a master at exaggerating matters. You fell and you hit your, what do they call this place? Your heel. I broke my leg. You are going to need amputation. Your bones are fractured for life. You will never be able to walk straight again. Your boss is calling you for a meeting. Oh my God. They've seen that I did not submit report yesterday. They've seen that the email that I sent to the client, the client has called, there's problem, fire on the mountain. They call you from the village. Your mom is not feeling well. COVID. Please, let's be honest. How many of us in the last three months have thought that they had COVID? You coughed, a strange cough. Or a cough that you've coughed before. But this cough, Jesus, could it be? You enter the room, everybody's saying, can't you smell what's, we are, what is smelling here? I can't smell anything. Oh my God, my sense of smell is gone. COVID. The devil knows how to exaggerate things. And when, you know, like we, like we learned in Master Life, when you give the devil a foot, a, what they call that thing? Foot, Master Life Book 3, talk to me. A foothold, he becomes a stronghold. So when you allow him, think that it's COVID, he will now bring brothers and sisters and cousins. And you know people like family gist, they will be coming. So COVID, oh my God, hospital bill. They say there's no bed space in Yaba again. In fact, Yaba does not exist. Where am I going to get bed space from? And you start borrowing problems that do not exist. And that begins to weigh you down even more than what is actually wrong. So you need to think about it. Just be coming, what, all the way down. And think about it. Analyze. Why am I feeling this way? What has happened? What caused it? Think about it. Backtrack. Ask questions. And you begin to get to the root of the matter. <clears throat> My people say, nah, this one good, this one good. Now nah, they make madman gather things. Do you understand that? If you don't understand, it's well. So when you start mad people, you see them with pangolo, you see them with bag, you see them with this one, you see them with that one. In their mind, they are collecting artifacts, collectors' items, they are artists. You don't understand. And that's what the devil wants to do to you. He wants to drive you mad with load. Borrow, my cousin is not feeling fine. My mother is not feeling fine. There's COVID uh, and SARS. Ah, yesterday, when Dr. Burry was talking, I said that was me. Yesterday, I was just hearing, pa, pa, pa. My mind was, you know, just go and lie down on the floor. Pa, pa. And I messaged my neighbor, can't you hear gunshots? Can't you hear gunshots? Should I call security? What was happening? And I said, I told you, can you just, just calm down first? And next thing I just said, it was, pa. I said, so it's knockouts. It's fireworks. My mind had already gone. I said, they brought this thing to Mikeja. They brought this thing to GRA. 
Sometimes you just need to calm down. The devil wants to run you mad, but you will not run mad in Jesus' name. Amen. Next point, number three. I'm going to take three and four together. Remember and rejoice. Remember and rejoice. Remember and rejoice. Let's read um, Romans 5. Romans 5. Remember, when you are going through pain, remember how God helped you cross the Jordan. When you are going through hurt, remember how God crossed you through the Red Sea. When you are going through pain, remember when he sent the ten plagues to Egypt and delivered you. When you are going through pain, remember when there was no food and he sent roasted chicken republic, roasted chicken from heaven. When you are going through pain, remember that there was no water and he caused water to come out of a rock. When you are going through pain, remember that you had no cash and he caused money to come out of the mouth of a fish. When you are going through pain and you think that there's no one that can stand for you, remember that God used a stammerer to set his people free. When you are going through pain and you think nobody is giving me platform, remember that God used a donkey to prophesy. When you are going through pain, remember. Even Lion King said it. Remember, remember, remember. Remember. And this is a word for someone right now and I feel it so strongly. Remember, remember, I was the one. I was the one that helped you. I was the one that secured you. I was the one that held you up. I was the one that made it that you didn't go all the way down. I was the one who helped you. My name has not changed. My address has not changed. My character has not changed. They might be dragging God on Instagram, but he's seated majestically in power and authority in heaven. They might be dragging him, calling him all sorts of names, but his name has not changed in the world. Yesterday, today, and forever, he's the same. King of kings, ancient of days. I am that I am. Lo, forever, I am with you till the end of days. He says, I'm still the one. So remember, remember, remember. When you feel like it's going to swallow you, remember. It, when you testified, he was the one that did it. So you will testify again. You will testify again. You will testify again. Remember. When you now remember, you can begin to do this. Moreover, let us also be full of joy now. Let us be full of joy now. Don't postpone your joy. Don't defer your joy. Don't postpone it till when it happens. Begin to rejoice now. See, it's a strategy. It's a strategy. Because the enemy is like, ah, you should be bamboozled, you should be frazzled, you should be tired, you should give up. And you are there rejoicing. And you are there dancing. Like, ah, hold up, hold up, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? That, like that song, uh, Marvin, Marvin Sapp sang, praise will confuse the enemy. So I started singing. I started praising. Praise will confuse the enemy. It's not easy, my dear. It's not easy. But you have to jumpstart yourself. You have to jumpstart yourself. You have to override the protocol of your body. You have to jumpstart yourself sometimes. You don't feel like it. We, Pastor Lavi and I pray at night. And for a while, there was a bit of a lag. I know the more you lag, the more you lag. The more you lag, the more you lag. And that's the temptation of the devil. 
the more you sin and you feel guilty about sin, or the more you fail and you feel like a failure, and you feel what's even the point, I've tried, the more he will want to keep you there. Shepi, the Bible says, you now start quoting scripture that are not made sense. He that is down, he fares no fall. I'm already down, so what? Devil, do your worst. I'm already down. No, 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 no. You are not supposed to be. That is not your position. You are seated with Christ in heavenly places. High above principalities and powers. That's your position. So if things are happening to you temporary, you don't take your temporal location as your permanent location. No. So when they ask you, what are you doing now? My dear, everywhere is just hard. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, any, no. I'm in between jobs. I'm working on a project. I'm thinking about the next thing I want to do. I, you know, I'm working on a proposal, something. You are not down. You are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Rejoice now. Let us exalt and triumph in our troubles. Exalt and triumph in your troubles. Not all that one of when my testimony is complete, I'll come and testify. When my testimony is complete, I want it to be full. I want it to be complete. I get what you guys are trying to do, but don't be doing that like that all the time. Because see, sometimes before that testimony is complete and you're not rejoicing, the devil will just throw something at you and everything will just scatter. And not be like, ah, but you wanted to give testimony two weeks ago now. What happened? Exalt and triumph in your trouble and rejoice in the suffering, knowing that pressure and affliction and hardship produce patience and un, eh? unswerving endurance. Unanswering, unwavering, unswerving endurance. Thank you. Continue, please. An endurance fortitude which develops maturity of character, approved faith and tried integrity. And character of this sort produces the habits of joyful and confident hope of eternal salvation. Listen to me, when troubles come, it's not, this one is not a matter of trouble, not a disguise. Don't, let it come as it is. Like I said in the first service, when the devil is giving you trouble, he always brings you down. But even in the midst of trouble, God is lifting you up. In the midst of trouble, he's lifting you up. He's breathing something in you. And that's one of the points I was going to come to. Don't think about what you don't have or what you are losing. Think about what you are getting, even in the midst of the trouble. Don't think about what you have not become. Think about who you are becoming through the trials. One of the things I was going to say in the first service, see, with a believer, we always win. As in always I mean always. We always win. I mean all I mean all the time. I mean all the time. No matter what. Listen, honestly, believe God. Even I'm gonna say believe me, but believe God. You always win. See, and I know because we're in this mortal flesh, it doesn't really make a sense. It does not really make in fact half a sense. But that is just the truth. And sometimes it's with the benefit of hindsight we begin to understand these things. And when we get into scripture better, whatever it is, give me any example. And I'm not underrating anybody's pain. God knows I'm not. If you lose a loved one, what's the benefit in it? And you guys can answer with me. Number one, if that person is born again, the person is with Jesus. In glory. In splendor. Not hungry. Not hot. Not dealing with Nigerian, old Nigerian police. Not dealing with strife. Not dealing with unforgiveness. Not dealing with social media pressure. Number two, through that, your faith gets stronger because God begins to minister comfort to you and love to you and show you new dimensions of him once you let him. 
And so you realize that you come out of a period of pain, like I went through when I was nine years old, when my parents separated and I was confused. And this person is saying, your mommy is at fault and your daddy is at fault. Your daddy did this, your mommy did this. Uh, you're going to live with your mommy. No, you're going to live with your daddy. We are going to go to court. We are going, I'm going to take you away from your school and my friends and everything that I knew. And I would just be in my room. And all I knew to comfort myself was scriptures. I'd just be reading Bible. My mom bought me a nice kid's devotional. I'm looking at cartoon and drawing crossword in the children's Bible. I'm learning scriptures. And some of those scriptures are the scriptures I still know till today that have helped me. I, I benefited scriptures that are giving me life from the seizing of pain. Whenever there seems to be death, God is still giving you life there. You lose a job. You still win. Because in that period, what can give you an idea that will never make you want to work 9 to 5 again? What again? You lose a relationship. I always tell people that leave relationships. That means that's the least you can ever be with. Because God allowed it to break. That means it has to be better. It can't be for less. So if this person was so great, begin to rejoice. Sir, because the person coming is 10 times better. We never lose. We never lose. We never lose. So remember, then rejoice. I'm just going to end it here because my time is really up already. Remember, rejoice, acknowledge, think about it. Don't let the devil exaggerate to you. Reach out to people. Sometimes you're going through something, you don't understand your problem. So don't form as if you understand what's going on. Because you have PhD does not mean you have sense in emotional intelligence. Because you are CEO of your company doesn't mean that you have sense in spiritual intelligence. So seek counsel. Ask people. But before you ask people, talk to God. Why? Because sometimes you come to people and they themselves, they don't even know what to say to you. So don't now go to people and you are now disappointed that even this person that you went to cannot help you have a solid base and foundation in Jesus Christ. Because his answer is always the best. His answer is always the best. Even when you go to people and they now give you wrong counsel, because you have a solid base of the word of God, you know that, mm, 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 I can't do this one. This one will be more trouble. I just want to pray for us today that as we open up our hearts and our minds to Jesus, he will fill us up. He will show us the victory that we have in him over pain, over sickness, over infirmity in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare and declare that though the enemy is trying to keep us down, the Lord will continue to lift us up in the name of Jesus. I declare and declare that because there's a bomb in Gilead, every pain and every hurt is healed today in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that this place is an altar, that even as we lay down our pain at this altar, we rise up in victory, we rise up in glory, we rise up in the revelation of God's truth, we rise up into his love, we rise up into his peace, we rise up into his understanding, we rise up into his salvation. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.